This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. This episode is brought to you by the Inspire Collection by Kalia. You shouldn't settle for just any old pair of leggings. You deserve something better, something designed with you in mind, like the new Inspire leggings by Kalia. Their most versatile collection yet, made for any workout. They're lightweight, buttery soft, breathable, and made with lycra adaptive fiber, which molds to your body for a barely there supportive fit. It's perfect for wherever your wellness routine takes you. Shop the Inspire Collection by Kalia now, exclusively at Dick's Sporting Goods. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends. With me, Susie Ruffle. Oh, and with me, Tom Allen. Sorry, I didn't know there was a pause there. I didn't know whether to jump in or not. Do you know what? There wasn't a pause, but um, I sort of forgot how we do it. Oh. Uh, Sorry. Susie. Sorry, what are you Tom. Liking? I'm a pain in the ass. You've That's been what working I'm like. very hard, though. We've all been working very hard. We've all been working hard for the money. For the money, for the dollar-dollar bills. Yes. No, you've yes. just got back from Australia. Well, yes, not long back, not long back. And it was very back. successful. Well, it was a very nice time. It was very nice. I liked it very much. I went to Melbourne and Sydney. Tom got nominated for the main prize, oh, which is very exciting. I don't like to talk about it, but yes, I did. Did you get some sort of trophy? Um, no, actually, there was no, there was nothing, nothing to show for it. Oh, so yeah. I could say that I've been nominated Shh, for it. No, Susie. Well, somebody did point out to me that um, you could just say you won and no one will question it. Why don't you do that? Maybe so I'll Tom won an award in Australia. <laughs> See what James Acaster says about that. Yeah, put that in your pipe and smoke it, Acaster. Yeah, I think he might have something to say. I think but, he um, might. He's a lovely boy. Um, it was a lovely trip. I really enjoyed it. Um, I did eat a lot. And once, when I got into an Uber, my waistcoat exploded. How many buttons? Just one. That's fine. It was right in the middle, though, Susan. Oh, that is disappointing. Mm. Were you with anyone? Yes. It's with Harry. You know Harry. Do I know Harry? Harry. What's Harry's surname? Oh, Harry, who is Joe Lysett's tour manager. Yeah. Yes, I love Harry. Such I don't a know his nice name. He's such a lovely boy. Um, and us, because he's a baldy as well. Sure. And I dragged him to um, a gay bar in, in Sydney called The Imperial, um, which was very nice. Um, although the the word, you know my least favorite thing happened. Um, while you didn't we were, get recognised. Um, actually, that did happen. Um, but um, the that um, the other thing, which is straight people at the gay bar, I don't like it. I don't mind whatever we're calling them allies. Um, but um, no, Hindus at gay bars can get fucked. They can go. Also, straight men who clearly are just in there to sort of. Pick up girls. Oh, absolutely not. You've got the whole world. Yeah. And there was this other guy, right, who was wearing a suit. And I was like, he's wearing a suit like me. And he came over and chatted to me. And he was quite a handsome guy. And then as soon as he started talking, he was awful. And was oh, like, one of us like, tell us a joke then. Tell us a joke. Oh. He would say I'm funny. I, or like, I don't think you're fu-, Like, being like, nagging me. 
time. Yeah. In like a flirty way. No, in like a blokey banter way, which I was having none of. And I was too tired. I don't understand any of this making business. Yeah, I don't. It feels very, well, I don't know what to say. It feels very straight, but actually now I've had it from gay people. I think just people just don't like me. No, I don't think that's true. But I think that it is a weird thing of being like, I'm going to put you down so that you feel low enough to fancy me. It's yeah. so... Yeah, that is such a weird... Th- Why would you do that? Because like, people are awful. People are awful, aren't yeah. they? Like, who who goes? who has got the sort of planning time as well to be like, okay, so I'm on my way to the bar. This is my strategy. Yeah, so first of all, I'll say I don't like his shoes. Yeah. All and of- then, you know, six years later, we'll get married. Yeah, and then he'll feel so rubbish about himself that he'll be like... Oh wow, he didn't like my shoes, but he still asked me out for another day. You don't know, like it. Don't I don't like it at all. Now, no. Tom, what I wanted to talk to you about this week yes. is don't sound so bored. I want, that was that was my inquisitive yes. Oh was it? You need mm, to work on that because yeah, very similar to your board, yes. Crossover. Yeah. <laughs> um I want to talk about a tweet that went viral that you did. Oh, is that what they call going viral? You went viral. Wow. It's not when you have to go to that clinic I was going to say, is when you get a text message. Oh, fine. Oh. So, take us through what happened. You posted something on Facebook? Well, no, you were very encouraging about all this, Susie. Um, because I... I'm very encouraging. I, well, she's Sometimes in a negative way. In, no. Drink! Carry on! Fuck it! But it's better than negging, as we discussed. It is, it is. As previously discussed. And I had... Um, I, I get it quite a bit that... Not quite... Every now and then, someone will send me a tweet or something and be like, oh, this this bloke doesn't stop going on about being gay. And, um, and I'm like, well, I do talk about it because I think... It's important, and it's part of who I am. So if I don't mention it, I'm sort of slightly strangulating part of my identity. Well, and also I think that sometimes when you don't mention your sexuality, people are like, "Do they know?" Yeah, exactly. They, they need out? to explain or a bit. Like, yeah, but like you can only talk about experiences in your life, and in your life, you are a gay yeah. man. Yes, yes, yes. I absolutely am. Um, tell your friends, and, <laughs> and and it has influenced my outlook on the world. It has changed the way that um, I view things. So I do. And it. also being someone that's sort of camp, or you know, or a bit different, for want of a better yeah. word, in the same way that I get. It's like the world then treats you in a slightly different way. So yeah. you can only react. Yeah. To what's happening. I, I was doing a preview of my new show the other day and I said, I'm sort of bored about talking about homophobia, but it keeps happening. Yeah, and yeah. Until it stops happening, I feel like I have to say something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, go on. Um, no, but it, it feels exactly like that. And I think, like, in year, years gone by, um, a lot of entertainers were camp as a sort of, like, subtle, like, byword for, like, by the way, I'm gay, but I can't say it. Yeah. And now it sort of feels like, well, if I'm camp, I sort of, have to say I don't have to but I, I can say I'm gay I don't have to use it as a as a bible but also it's being camp is just an extra thing really yeah, yeah and also it's just owning who you are yeah I suppose so and not and not sort of going oh I'm sorry that this doesn't fit your heteronormative world yes yeah like um, oh I, I I am going to be different and it's not and also it's not for your benefits because I'm just being me yeah I'm not yeah. doing this because I, I know I, people have said this to me about Alan Carr who I love where people have been like oh does he sort of have that very camp voice off stage 
And you're like, yeah, yeah, that's who he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an assumption that, like, stop putting it on or, or stop like, being... Yeah, like, stop being an act. And yeah, it's like, stop making a fuss. Yeah, but it's like, no, actually what's happened is people aren't putting on an act because finally they feel that they can yeah. be who they are. Yes, But yes. the only way that some people can view it is like, oh... I suppose you're doing this to make a fuss. Yeah, exactly. And actually being flamboyant and being um, sort of, well, yeah, fabulous or whatever, or being um, extra, as some memes would say. Being, like, filling your personality to the top of the balloon um, is... That's a nice way of putting it. (laughs) Well, you know, like a balloon a bit saggy. Yeah. Mine are some. (laughs) (laughs) But that's 33 to you. No, that's not true. I want to hear a bit. Um, they're the yeah so I just sort of think like oh I just I don't get in, like it's a it's been said before but like straight people do talk about being straight like oh I was on a bill at a club I will not mention the name of and who's this bill um, I can't talk about it but he's the only guy <laughs> um, but I was on a bill uh, at a gig that you could imagine I'm sure. sure and literally every man went on I was the only woman on and they were all white men all white straight men and they all had good bits of stand-up, but about being between 35 and 50. Right. Living with their wives. Yeah. And an anecdote from that part well, of their life. Yeah, yeah. And literally everyone was like, they're all different people. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. And they're allowed to talk about that. And it's not, oh, it's not them banging on about being straight. It's just them existing in the world. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Even still, we're not given that allowance to just exist. Because, yeah. Because if we talk about it, then, like, oh, you're still talking about that. Yes, exa- exactly that. Exactly. And I feel like there are probably queer theorists out there who've probably articulated it more succinctly than I can. No, but, I think that what um, we've done here is, is probably better is than the best. Book. So, than if you're books. doing like some sort of degree. Yeah, and just stop. Just, or yeah. Or if you want to, like, reference us rather than a book. Yeah, Absolutely fine. I'd love to be quoted in a PhD. Oh, if anybody's out there, um, the uh, can make that make that dream a reality. Um, but but yeah, no, but absolutely. And I think that yeah, they, the, I think as well. There's that otherness about it mm. that if if you go, you know, you walk out and the audience is mainly straight people. I think like part of stand up is addressing and celebrating like our differences. Of course, but to do that, you have to acknowledge them. I think so. Yeah. I think. Um, so anyway, so I got this, I got one too many, and I thought, it played on my mind for about a day, and then I sent you... And this is like Twitter and Facebook, and like when people have no identities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of shout Yeah, exactly. A, a bag. Basically shouting into... Are you calling me a bag? Yeah. Um, and then, um, and then I responded and just sort of, well, I drafted a sort of longer response, and I sent it, a screen grab of it to you, and I said, what do you think about this? Um, I feel like I should say something, and then I did, and then I... And you said very, very encouragingly to share it widely. So the guy was sort of saying, oh, we get it, you're gay. Yeah, basically, yeah. Stop talking about being gay, we get it. And then can you give us the highlights of the tweet that you sent back? Because it was very funny as well. He said, stop going on about being gay every five minutes. And so I was like, but I have to. Every five minutes, I've got a timer. Um, <laughs> and it's very embarrassing, especially at funerals. I'm gay. Um, and then I just sort of... And I sort of wanted to say, like, you know, for some people, um, just sort of... You know, having people around that talk about it up front. Yeah. It's quite... Um, not not that I'm saving lives, but it's just sort of... Um, it just sort of... It just sort of means that hopefully that, you know, a bit of that conversation's already been had. Absolutely. 
absolutely. And I think that that's the thing. I think that, you know, I remember the relief I felt when I saw Rona Cameron on I'm a Celebrity. Yeah. Yes. Being yes. very just, unash- like, unashamedly, as she should be, but just being gay. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, my God, this is huge. Being unashamed, I think, is so revolutionary yeah. in every walk of life. Yeah, like, it's not just a gay thing, is it? It's yeah. like just being able to be... Although I still feel shame, like, sort of constantly. Yeah, I mean... I mean, it's a lovely idea, isn't it? But, I mean, sure. Yeah, not to use it as, like, <laughs> stop being a... Sh- do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes yeah. I think some of the kind of maxims can be, like, just celebrate yourself, live your best life, and that just becomes, like, I can't, I've got to pay my taxes. <laughs> What's my best life meant to look like? <laughs> now I've got to design my best life? I'm sorry. I'm so tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... Can't I just sit in bed crying again? And you can sometimes, and that's fine. Yeah, and that's fine. of that I I find quite a lot of guilt about resting yes do you get that yes absolutely so I've been on the road for a bit as you like in a similar way to what you were earlier in the year just like touring constantly which is super fun and I've loved it and if you're one of the many like-minded friends that have come to the tour show thank you so much I've been having an absolute blast I've been loving it but there's that thing of like I've got a day off or two days off yeah and I feel really guilty if I don't like go to the gym or like I need to do something with my day off I must actually go into town I should the sun's shining I should like I had a day where the sun was shining and I was like I'm going to stay in the house all day yeah that's fine and then by about six o'clock I was like oh I should have made the most of the sun No, but I think that's just a way of beating ourselves up and it not being, I don't know, I feel like there's some sort of meditative state that we should get to, you know, being like, yeah. whatever I did was the right thing. That's nice. You know, but I think, yeah, I do that too. I did that bit, like, there was a day in Sydney when I was like, I should go and see the bridge. Yeah. But, but I just want to stay in my little Bri- hotel room and yeah. look at the view and maybe go down to that swimming pool that's downstairs that I haven't used, which yeah. I still didn't do. But um, It's a room service. Yes, I, did I do that? I, can't, I went down. There was like a cafe downstairs. I went there. Lovely. And just lazed about, and I was like, "Yeah, this is great. I'm a, it's on my terms." Yeah, and that's the thing. And I think it's you do sort of. I don't know. I do sort of forget that you're sort of allowed to do that. And I don't know whether it comes from maybe like my childhood of my dad being like, "Get up, go to work, yeah, do a thing. Yeah, don't lay in bed. That's lazy." Yeah, like, yeah. And I think now because I work nights. But I still have that sort of voice in my head of being like, don't be a lazy person. Oh You've got God. to get up in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to do things. Like, my mum and dad, yeah, would not have... Like, the idea of just having, like, a duvet day. Like... Absolutely not. Absolutely unacceptable. Um, and I'm proud of them for it. But... Um, I'd also like one. I, I quite like... Yeah, if I was to say, like, oh, I'm just not going to get up today, my mum and dad would be a bit like, what What do you mean? Are you like, ill? Are you ill or something? Yeah, yeah, unless you're ill. What do you, even then, I think they're a bit irritated. Yeah, they're like, just take some take some tablets and crack on. Yeah, we, like, were you allowed to take days off sick at school? Not really. I occasionally did. Yeah, same. But I would be bunking off more. But oh, that's did did more you bunk off? Yeah. Did you get caught? Yeah, once I did by my mum. Oh my God, where were you? Uh, in Tesco having a breakfast. <laughs> And mum and nanny walked in, and mum was like, <laughs> I mean, "Oh, so." Oh. And then what? she was like, "I'll pay for our breakfast." So you were still in the line. Yeah, with like a whole <laughs> breakfast on my plate. Of all the places. To I go know, out. like that's how big my dreams were. 
Tesco like cafe. When I, yeah, when I lived in Portsmouth. Oh, and in Portsmouth, it was not a cafe. It was definitely a cafe. Yeah. Oh, but I love it, though. What did you have in full English? Yeah, full English. Mm. Um, but with no mushrooms, because I think they taste dirty quite a lot of the time. Do you? But yeah. you were vegetarian. I was occasionally veg, yeah. Occasional veg. I am doing a meat-free one day of the week now. I was just pausing for the round of applause. Um, <laughs> the, um, ah, you're such um, a prick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. That is nice. That is nice. How's that going? Um, fine. I mean, it's actually it's actually, it's actually very easy. Yeah, yeah. But no, look, because I was true. reading this thing about like what's a good thing that you can do for climate change. Yeah. And basically, if we all went meat free one day a week, yeah, it'd be really good for the environment. I think that's absolutely what we should do. Well, the, oh, can we just pause for Tom's round of applause? Suddenly, the epiphanies happened. What a turnaround! <laughs> what a journey we've been on. <laughs> <laughs> Tina turnaround. What a Tina turnaround. Um, so. Um, but yeah, that's interesting that you have that as well because we're from sort of quite a similar background. Yeah. Similar families. And similar, like, it's funny to me that, like, a day out <laughs> in my in my childhood was, like, going to a big Tesco, like, with Nan. Yeah. And Nan would be, like, involved in that. <clears throat> yeah. And then, like, maybe you'd get, you'd push the trolley. Yeah. That sort of carry on. Even now, like, that's the sort of thing my mum loves to do. Like, my aunt's a big shop, yeah. from Australia. And, yeah, and sort of, like, mooching around a shop. Oh, yeah, so, but Tom, we've spent many an hour in John Lewis. Yes, it's just a lo- lovely place to be. Lovely place to be. I don't think I bought anything on those trips either. No, no, I just looked it. at some Le Creuset. Yeah. Thought, yeah. oh, that's a nice thread count. <laughs> exactly, exactly. What's not to enjoy? It's so much, so much to love. Um, but yeah, and that's, and they, were they annoyed with you? Um, in the Tesco Cafe? Um, no, I don't think so. I had such a horrible time at school. That I think my mum was just like, oh, just don't make too much of a fuss and yeah, behave yeah. and like just behave oh. as much as you can. Just get through it. <laughs> yeah, just get through it. And I think because my mum and dad didn't have, um, they weren't. I'm not from a massively academic family, but there wasn't loads of pressure put on school. The more pressure right. was like. Bizarrely, the pressure was like I had to have a Saturday job, and I wouldn't really be allowed oh, to not no. go to that unless right. I was really yeah, poorly. Yeah. yeah. So it was a different. So I'm like things that like they, like I said that I wanted to go to like dancing classes and I wanted to do amdram, and it was very much like, well, you're making the effort to do this, so you've got to really commit. Yeah. And because that was things that I was sort of good at, whereas I think that my mum was a bit like I don't know why you're doing another term on photosynthesis which now looking back I, mean, I don't know why I did not it's term. not really coming that handy has it I'm like never with leaves yeah like Although very you seldom you when you have your meat free Fridays of course then you'll need your photosynthesis then I'll need my photosynthesis but don't you feel like there were so many classes you did like oh, that yes. they've just never come up sure it's never come up in a quiz yeah like um I seem to remember the um economic di- uh, the economic disparity in Italy was a thing we studied in uh, geography ones, north and south divide. I mean, seldom have I used that. Yeah, but then isn't it bizarre that we like never learn about like the race riots in Brixton, yeah. which are actually like really important really things recent. that yeah. recent that we should know about that we should have an understanding of in order for like our society to step forward. Yeah. We need to like acknowledge these things have happened and talk about them. But instead, it's like so. <laughs> This is a sphinx. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's kind of useful for one lesson to sort of know that yeah. that. But it's interesting that you don't seem to do... 
I don't know, the more recent history, which is actually, by the way, it's good for you to have a knowledge of this going forward in your life so that, yeah, because you're probably going to encounter people that this thing has it's affected. Hard, it? Are you glad you, because I went to a comprehensive as well. Are you glad you went to a comprehensive school? Comp as in boys and girls. Um, yeah, and just like a normal school. Yeah, like a normal school. Yeah. Although I do think that... See, this is a difficult thing. I think that if I'd gone to sort of a private school, maybe I would have got a better education. And it's... maybe there would have been a teacher that was like, oh, by the way, you're not... Because I felt stupid for quite a long time. Right, yeah. And it's taken me a long time as an adult to be like, oh, no, I'm a writer. I can write. Sure. I'm just really dyslexic. I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's interesting because I think that whilst comprehensive school can, like, in my experience, like, it teaches you about different people from all different walks of life. Everybody's mm. mixing together and you sort of have to get along. Um, frankly, it's just the class sizes. Like, yeah. you've got, like, 30 kids yeah. in a room. Like, private schools had, like, 15. Yeah, that's the thing. And some of my friends that went to private schools did... just did much better in their exams, much better in their levels, had a lot more options when it came yeah. to, sort of, university and right. things. But then, of course... I don't love the idea of, like, if I had a child, I'd feel very awkward about supporting yes. the private school system because you're like, oh, this is so elitist and yeah. only so many people can have it and you can only have it if your parents are wealthy. But, yeah. I, but I do wonder now that had I had... I mean, I'm really happy because everything led me to stand up and I wonder if I'd be doing that well, if I I'd done something like else. I would have ended up doing Yeah, and like maybe I'd just have a job in a, an office. Yeah, yeah, how different all our lives could have been. Yeah, but, but which I'm sure would have been, you know, would enjoyable in the same way. Yeah, yeah, but, um, I think I would have brought, I'd bring like a real razzmatazz to the office, I think. I think that's the first word they would use, yeah. Thank you, I yeah. appreciate that, Tom. Yeah, that would be on your CV as well. Razzmatazz to the razzmatazz office. Razzmatazz to the office, 2011 to 2019. Yeah, I don't mind that. I imagine you stay in the job for a long time. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) Dedicated very, very much. Um, But yeah, and that that does make me wonder, like, you know, if I'd had a teacher that had had the time. Yeah. Because, you know, in many ways, I don't really blame the teachers at my school because they were, it was like hard. Mm. And some of the kids were naughty. I, I wasn't naughty. I was just disinterested, disengaged. Well, of course. I mean, it's hard to be engaged, isn't it, if you're not feeling like... Yeah, like you can do it. And yeah. But I mean, I yeah, I was like, I had some really great teachers and I'm more as I got older. But in the first few years, I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> why are we all sat in rows just yeah. learning about economic disparity in Italy? I'm, and how often has that come up? Hardly at all. Shocking, really. I would have thought it would have come up a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Milan is the economic centre of Italy, it turns out. But, Good to know. Yeah, because of the fashion industry. Or other things, but I don't know. But anyway, thank you for encouraging me to do that tweet. Hey, I'm really pleased that you did it. Let's... And I don't know, somebody must have shared it initially, that it then, because I put it up, and then... I think a lot of, like, I think maybe Dara shared it, and a lot of other big um, comedy people shared it. Because I couldn't, I literally couldn't see. Like, yeah, because it's like... 70,000 people liked it or something, yeah, like 100,000 people liked it, so you can't be like, oh, who shared this? Yeah, I literally was like, well, who's, I don't know who's instigated this. Um, but I just think a lot of people got behind it. A lot of people did, which I'm very grateful about. Um, and I will be talking about being gay. More. Forever. This is all I've got. It's good for you, Tom. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to us here thank on you. Like Minded Friends. And um, we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week for more and fun. For more fun and for more, you know. Taking down homophobes. Oh my god. And Italy's economic crisis. Thank you. Finally. All right. Okay, cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.